Welcome to Beyond the Press Release, a production of Gorecom, in which we take the time to speak with small cap executives after they put out important news with us today. Happy to have him right back. He was only on here a couple of weeks ago, it seems like. Russ Rossi, present CEO, Quizam Media, trades on the CSC under QQ. And for our friends of UF, QQQFF, triple QFF. For those of you who the story, that's going to be a lot of you, uh, Quantum One Cannabis is a wholly owned subsidiary of Quizam Media. And they've, in the past 12 months, opened up five stores, uh, North Vancouver, Burden, Grand Forks, uh, Creston, and Karameos, if I'm pronouncing that, pronouncing that. Close enough, Karameos. Karameos. Five of them doing great. The sixth flagship store uh, is going to be opening soon. And more than just lip service, quarterly revenue is accelerating. For the quarter ended November 2019, $138,000. For the quarter ending November 2020, $954,000. You do the math. It's only getting faster. They just raised under just under a million dollars to private placement. And now they're on the OTC QB. Russ, welcome back, man. You're lighting it up in just a couple of weeks. Hey, listen, uh, good afternoon or good morning, uh, whatever time zone you're in. Uh, thanks for having me on, George. Uh, yeah, we're lighting it up. Things are getting pretty hot here and, 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 and very exciting, very exciting for us. So let's talk about, look, a lot of people are going to ask. So I want to, just for the first couple of interviews, I want to get out of the way that the, the name is Quizam Media, but you've got quantum, uh, quantum Cannabis. So talk to us about how they should be treating that. Okay, well, Quizam Media was a media company originally, and then we, we got into the, uh, the cannabis business, and we have a wholly owned subsidiary called Quantum One Cannabis. Um, not to make light of our media side, which is uh, going gangbusters, but the cannabis has really, really taken off, uh, not just because it's legal, and not because people are uh, uh, finding it, uh, um, uh, you know, easier and more attractive to to purchase cannabis in the, on the legal market now, but um, you know, you know, our stores are doing are doing fantastic. Uh, whatever whatever we're doing, we're going to keep doing it because sales are going up, um, uh, the morale is going up. Uh, we're getting more customers with positive feedback, and you know, I can't say too much, but we're going to have another record month in March. I was looking, I mean, we've already beat all the monthly records, and the month's not even over. So I'm looking at these numbers. I'm going. Holy cow, this is almost like, this is nuclear. This is like an explosion like I've never seen before. It's an upwards ramp of increased revenue month over month, day over day, because I think we're slowly grabbing more market share, grabbing more customers. And I think a lot of people are saying, hey, I don't want to buy cannabis on the black market anymore. Let's go to the legal market. And then we get what we want. We get what, what, what is, we know exactly what's in it and we can get it uh, when we want. But why are your stores doing so much better and, and you know, revenue just, just keeps climbing because, you know, there are other stores and they're pretty steady. Why do you guys, what's, what do you guys do about the experience that makes it such a better experience and you got such better return rates on your customers? Well, you know what? I mean, I, I'm not going to take any away from the other stores. Some of the other stores maybe have, have increased revenues as well. Maybe we, maybe we're lucky with our placements. I mean, we're certainly very careful on our customer service and our customer experience. Uh, we have a bit of a unique way of uh, our stores, uh, marketing our stores uh, in that, you know, I mean, a lot of stores have gone for the wood, the brick, the earthy tones. Um, I mean, our store is almost a bit more like a Miami Vice store. It's white with neon. And uh, so we try to be a bit different, 
But we've also uh, used an approach of sort of like a jewelry case to, uh, display for, for all of our products. So when you, you know, when you come into our store, you see everything in the display cases, just like, kind of like a jewelry shop and it's all locked up, of course. And you, you can browse all the product, you can see all the cases, all the product, very colorful and, uh, and a great experience and, and a, a little bit different than a lot of other stores that, that, that have you know, everything locked up behind, you give them your order, they go and get it, kind of like old school. Um, our stores are very bright and colorful. Uh, as opposed to stores that are more earthy, you know, brown, uh, you know, woods and, and brick and uh, maybe a bit darker. They look great, but I mean, a lot of the stores have done that and we, we decided to do something different and the customers seem to like it. If everything continues to go well, um, you know, what does 2021 look like versus 2020? I'm not asking you to give a specific revenue projection number, but, you know, 2021, 2022, how it look like for you guys in terms of store growth? You're, you're going to be opening number six flagship location. Yeah, I'm, I mean, we're 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 more? really on track. Yeah, I mean, we're the, the growth. Uh, we're we're going to see a, um, a repeat, if not an acceleration, of the of the of the growth we're having right now. So make sure you make sure you see our quarterly results. I guess the next one will be coming out at the end of this month. Um, just huge revenue growth. Okay, we're, I mean, so far it's, it's it's like five or ten times, and uh, we see that continuing. Um, nothing is for sure, and of course we rely on Safe Harbor. However. Um, we are focused to have eight stores opened in BC very soon, and um, that's the maximum you're allowed to have. We've already looked at stores and opportunities in the Ontario market. We already looked at potential in California. So we are looking, uh, at, you know, very aggressively, very energetically, uh, looking at, at these opportunities, and we'd like to nail them down as soon as possible, and I think they will be. You'll see the news releases when they are. And that is going to help our revenue. It's going to help our growth. It's going to help our profit. Flagship location, though, even though you got five locations right now, the flagship is going to be your sixth one. Uh, that's the Oak Ridge location. What makes that the flagship? Is it the size of it? Well, I mean, right now it is um, or the location. Or both. I, I think location is. It, yeah. I think the location is 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 the the best part of it. But you know, in the queue right now, we have uh, a couple of more that we're dealing with, and of course, it's never done till it's done. But one of the newer ones could even be better than that. It, it might be the new flagship one, but I mean, we are very, very anxious to, you know, to pick and choose the ideal locations that will make our, um, our, our that will help our sales store-wide and also help our branding. So we're very, you know, we're being very careful and, and selective and we can afford to be selective. We don't have, we don't have any debt. Uh, we have, uh, you know, lots of, lots of money in the bank. And, uh, um, I, I think it's, you know, like my grandfather used to say, a patient buyer seller be. Uh, good advice. Good advice. Grandpa Rossi. Uh, <laughs> and yet cash rich, great balance sheet. You raised just over $800,000 recently. Um, any, any, I mean, it looks like you guys are, you know, are cash flowing, doing great, but what's the reason for the additional, uh, the additional cash flow for the additional uh, raise? Well the, well, the raise was great because um, it was, you know, the, the raise was filled almost, um, you know, in a couple of hours. And as a matter of fact, it was oversubscribed. We could have probably raised triple that. Um, in these acquisitions, uh, these deals that we're doing, they require deposits. They require, uh, you know, payments of some sort and also uh, leasehold improvements. So we just, we, we see um, the, the potential for some very solid acquisitions coming to fruition and we just wanted to have we want to be ready with the cash we want to be ready with the deposit so we can act quickly and be competitive so um basically i mean essentially used for expansion 
okay, which, which we're going to see uh, when all things line up. Again, I, I can't guarantee anything until everything's signed and, and released, but um, it, it really is our goal to, um, you know, to have, uh, you know, several, several more locations shortly. And speaking gonna... of growth, you're in growth mode. In your growth mode on top line, you're in growth mode, just opening up more locations, uh, growth mode on the balance sheet, and you're also growth, mar growth mode in capital markets because you've also got the green light to begin trading on the OTC QB. That's correct, uh, yeah. You know, so what is that? Uh, look, most people understand that, but still, maybe it's worth a revisit and just talk about for a minute here why that's important. Well, what we found is that um, there is a lot of uh, American interest in the cannabis market. Um, they're a little bit limited down in the States because federally it's not legal yet. So there's a select few. If you looked at maybe, um, you know, I, I don't know what the percentages are, but, but, but uh, the, the, the vast majority of investors in the United States have a little bit of difficulty accessing the Canadian markets. You got to have a broker that can trade Canadian stocks. You have to have a broker that or access through your financial, um, uh, uh, your financial institution to be able to trade on the CSE. Um, by going onto the OTC uh, QB, that gives access to all of the brokers on their machines, to all of the, of, of the different financial institutions to much more easily trade stocks that are, that are and you guys market. are getting demand for right you've heard yeah, from the investors. right away no i mean we're, 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 right away we heard stock almost immediately we were liaisoning and, and answering questions from interested investors in new york uh california delaware i mean all, all over the, all over the united states and we've we're uh, um i've had several calls as a matter of fact they're excited about it and again what's happening in the states there's been you know a little bit the floodgate is held back a little bit because it's not federally legal yet I see that uh, Como just legalized in New York, but I mean, a lot of states are legal in the United States. I'm not sure what the number is. I would guess 40. Yeah, I, think I saw upwards of 44. Yeah, something. I would guess that. But there's always that overhanging cloud of the federal, um, of, of it being federally illegal. And so that puts the brakes on a little bit uh, from, from large institutions. It puts the brakes on, on NASDAQ, on the, uh, on the, uh, on the, uh, the American Stock Exchange, all of those have some um, obstacles because it's federally legal. And that's what we talked about last time. Uh, we feel that if or when it goes legal in the United States federally, mm -hmm. that could open up flood, flood doors big time for Canadian companies that are already positioned. You're going to have a or, whole Or bunch. even for, I don't want to say it, I don't want to put words here, yeah. or even a potential exit strategy for for quantum one, right? Because you're probably going to get American companies, big American companies with a lot of money in their coffers who are going to say, we want to get in the retail base. We want to acquire and roll this up. And they come start paying some pretty crazy multiples. It's going to be a race. It's going to be a race. You have large companies with billions of dollars in their kitty. And it's going to be a race to get a presence. And I mean, you know, we're not reinventing the wheel here. If you look at history, it's always through either a roll-up strategy, an acquisition strategy, and they want it now. And public companies are the easiest to acquire because the shares are already have a price on them. So it's just a matter of what's the share price, what are we gonna do? And that's where I think there is a huge potential for either investment from an American company or, or acquisition from a US entity. Uh, at any rate, it can only be good because the demand for, uh, for the cannabis market on the public uh, exchanges, whether it be the US or, can or Canada, is, is just gonna increase. What are the, what are the multiples the for, your, for your business, Russ? So you know, if you guys are, look, for the quarter end of November 2020, you did, let's call it 950 grand. 
And, and that's obviously growing, right? So even if we use it 950 grand for now, just say, just to use that or yeah. round up to a million, so that's $4 million in revenue, for example. Yeah. What is the multiple on that? And obviously it's going to be higher because you're growing, yeah. but yeah. What, what's the multiple that you guys are seeing? Well, the multiple, I mean, well, the multiples have been changing a lot because what happens when, it, when this first happened like two years ago, a year and a half, the multiples were 20 times revenue, okay? And then what happened is, there was, a, there was a bit of a downturn of the cannabis markets. I think, was that 2019, 2000, beginning of two, 2020 in the public markets? Oh, yeah. Some of these, uh, you know, some of, the, some of the companies didn't hold up well under scrutiny. And then it went back to, you know, we're not going to do multiples on, on revenue anymore. We'll do it on, on profit. Now, again, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not the expert of the brokerage house that does this. You, you see some of these reports from other big companies like Canaccord or other big brokerage houses, you know, like, uh, uh, like PI or maybe, uh, or, or, or Haywood, they're doing uh, analysis of this. So I've seen it change a lot. So I hesitate to, you know, give a firm number, but I've seen it go from 20 uh, times uh, revenue to uh, three times profit to seven times EBITDA. So it's all over the place. I mean, right now, my, you know, my gut feel is there, it's around seven, you know, to 12 times revenue. So even if, you know, if you have, if, if you're doing 5 million a year, you could easily have a market cap of 35 million. Okay. And right. that's what and I bring that up. And by the way, we're not, none of this investment advice. We're just talking. No, absolutely. No, yeah, yeah. hundred percent. It's hard. You're, you're uh, uh, that number in terms of how to rate the, you know, the market cap of a potential cannabis co or a, of a cannabis company that's changed a lot in the last 18 months. So yeah, well, it was sky high in 2018, 2020, 19, now back up again, because you guys are trading about $12 million market cap, give or take. Right. Yeah, so it's actually, still at actually, a very attractive, again, you guys got home, yeah, got to do your own due diligence, not financial advice, but that's an attractive market. Oh, it's gone up a lot. If you look at it, I mean, a year ago, a year ago, we were like, um, I mean, I think we're like, we had a market cap of 1.2 million. And I think right now, I mean, our market cap now is up to, uh, well, I'm not sure what it is today, but I mean, yeah, it's between 13 and it's gone as high as 17 million. So our market cap has, has, has grown dramatically. But still um, well within very, 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 you know, early stage numbers so far. It's not as if, uh, it's not as if, hey, you guys have got some astronomical market cap. That means it's kind of too late for investors to cat. So if you do your due diligence at home, which you got to do, no financial advice, no one's telling you to buy. None. But if you do due diligence and you like the company, then, you know, generally speaking for any company, getting at that kind of market cap level is pretty cool, right? 100%. 100%. Yes, I agree. That, that's, a great, that's a great valuation to get in at. Uh, last question for you. The media side, you said, is kind of going gangbusters at the beginning of this. Uh, what is the media side and how's that, how's that looking as far as the, the, the business goes? Well, we got two things. Number one is we have been one of the, uh, um, one of the premier corporate training companies in Canada and, and the U.S. for that matter, doing face-to-face -face consulting and training. We've been doing that for years. Um, what happened when, when COVID came along, um, it forced people to transition to Zoom and go to meeting and basically learning online. Now, we've been trying to get online classes popular for years, but there's always been a bit of a reluctance. People want to do face-to-face. -face. Well, COVID has been, a, you know, there's been a decrease in the training revenue at first, but now we're starting to, to, to explode again because everybody has come to know Zoom. We're on Zoom right now. And this is Zoom, isn't it? Is it Zoom? Yeah, we're on, it yeah. is. We're on Zoom right now. So um, it's actually introduced and made everybody Zoom friendly. And we're now getting a lot more requests for training using Zoom. And these classes 
are very, very scalable. Before we had a limit of you know, 10 people in a class. Now we, we can teach 25 at a time. We have people training around the clock right now. We have an instructor in Korea, we have one in Toronto, we have three here, one in New York, one in London. I mean, they're training all the time and that's, and that's spectacular. But one of the other things I'm really excited about is we have an online training platform called OnTrack TV. And I, I can't tell too much about it, but we're releasing a new version of that in the coming weeks. And it's gonna be pretty exciting. It's gonna be, basically it's like a Netflix version of online learning and learning everything. We have top instructors, top knowledge, we have training, we have, we have uh, testing, we have certification. So you're gonna be learning all your IT, everything about soft skills like customer service, everything about uh, uh, you know, uh, financial advice in terms of um, explanations of macroeconomics and microeconomics, explanations of how Bitcoin works, like all types of learning. And we're pretty excited about it because we're using uh, kind of like a Netflix model that everyone understands. And I, I don't want to let the rabbit or the cat out of the bag quite yet, but look for that in the uh, in the coming right. weeks because we're pretty excited about it on the media. I'm side. glad that the media side because the media has got great scale. Plus, you do you you did you do some cannabis education also through the media side, correct? That's how it also that's how the cannabis side started. Yeah, we do we do, we were training all about uh, cannabis, uh, about THC, about CBD, about uh, you know what you know what a reefer is and. Uh, what, uh, how you measure cannabis and uh, different ways of that maybe that some people like to use it. Sometimes they're using it for sleeping. Sometimes they're using it for uh, feeling pain management, you know, anxiety. Hey, anxiety. What do you call it? Pay, yeah, pain management. Yeah, we did all of that thing. And then we had, then we did a bunch of courses on serving it right. Of course, our own employees uh, take, take our online courses for, you know, excellent customer service and the theme that we like to present in all of our stores. So 100%, that's one is, that is something that we're um, very accustomed to and uh, you know, highly trained on is, uh, is, is delivering, delivering training, uh, both online and face-to-face. -face. Russ, you guys are hitting on all cylinders. You're opening up more stores. You're setting more record monthly revenues. Uh, jumping up that balance sheet with the raise, trading on the OTCQB and growing the media side. Uh, so you're hitting on all cylinders. Congratulations. The story is still evolving uh, and the best is yet to come, but I'm going to leave last words with you. Uh, but I am going to say congratulations on what you guys have achieved so far. And it looks like what you're, what you're going to achieve is going to be great. Thanks, George. Uh, thanks for having me on. And yes, we're very, very excited right now. We feel like uh, um, we've opened the doors to, uh, to a, a great potential that we're, you know, that we're executing and the, uh, the morale in the office is fantastic. We're all happy. Revenues are up. Profits are up. Everything's up. Everything's great. And we're having a great time. Uh, hopefully, we can finish it off by having COVID gone. So we're, everything's back to normal. And all the stock markets are booming. And everyone's back to how it was a few years ago. Great way to end it, Russ. Uh, and no, we, all, we can't agree with you more. Uh, thanks for joining us, buddy. Can't wait to have you on again, because it looks like there's going to be a lot more reason for it to have you on the coming weeks and months. Thanks, George. Have a great day. For everybody at home, you've been watching or you've been listening by podcast on Spotify, Google, Apple, your favorite po podcast platform to Russ Rossi, present CEO, Quizam Media, trades on the CSC under QQ. And for friends of the US, QQQFF, you got to do your due diligence. We've said that a couple of times on this Zoom call. Get to Agoracom, take, get to the company's hub profile page, take a look at the uh, all the highlights that we've neatly laid out for you. And then Hop over to the company's website. You can see it right over Russ's head right now, uh, quantumonecannabis.com. Get there. It's a really great site, great visuals, uh, and you're going to love it. 
do due diligence. Don't say we didn't tell you so because they're hitting on all cylinders. And 12 months from now, we're gonna be we're gonna be we're gonna be here and stronger. Thanks for joining us. Have a great day. See you next time.